Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Three of the nation's automakers have come together to form a vehicle-to-grid company designed to save an EV driver money. Why, oh why, would they do this? This is Topic C. Let me be blunt. It's all about the money. Think about it this way. These automakers, and it's Ford, Honda, and BMW to start, they're creating a company called Chargescape. Here's why they're doing it. They have spent and will continue at least through the end of the decade spending billions of dollars building EVs. One of the ways that you can sell EVs is when you're selling it, aside from obviously the um, environmental benefits, but more importantly, the fact that these things could help pay for themselves. And that is because once they're fully charged, they are also known as energy storage devices. Think about that for a minute. A fully charged battery in, say, an F-150 Lightning is now a battery, a battery um, storage device that under certain algorithms and certain parameters can sell energy back into the grid, alleviating a lot of what people are worried about saying, oh, all these EVs are coming. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be bad for the grid. What if through logarithms, algorithms, the opportunity not only to charge these vehicles, but have this power available put back into the grid under demand during peak times. That is what's going on here. Only the company through Chargecape, they want to make it simple because they're saying their single platform will eliminate the need for individual integrations among each brand and electric utility and allow participating EV customers to potentially save money by charging at grid-friendly times. Yeah, like at night, way at night, you charge the thing. But during the day, let's say you've gone to work, you're parked, you're piling into the grid, or maybe you work from home. And guess what? You can sell energy back into the grid. They want to make it easier for you to do that. And they're going to do it for, uh, for electric vehicle customers across U.S. and Canada. Participating drivers will also have the opportunity to share energy stored in their EV batteries with the electric grid at peak demand times through these vehicle-to-grid applications. Electric grid reliability and sustainability are the foundations for an EV-powered future, said Thomas Ruamap, Vice President of Engineering at BMW North America. ChargeCape aims to accelerate the expansion of smart charging and vehicle-to-everything solutions all over the country, while increasing customer benefits, supporting the stability of the grid, and helping to maximize renewable energy usage. I have quoted this project a million times. I'm going to do it one more time. About five or six years ago, PG&E in California, San Francisco, did an experiment with 100 first-generation BMW i3 first-generation electrics where these vehicles were plugged in at folks' homes and they used these vehicles collectively as a energy storage device to power the grid during peak times. The advantage is none of the vehicles got degraded in such a way where they weren't drivable, yet it mitigated demand in the grid when it was needed. They didn't need to have what they call hot running or available hot standby generators, which <laughs> ratepayers get to pay for even if it's never used because you had these available. This has been done already. 
And it's proven it will work. So to the people who say, oh, all these EVs, actually, for every EV you get that has what we used to call bidirectional charging, now it's called V to G, vehicle to grid, or vehicle V to X, vehicle to everything. It's two ways. You can charge the vehicle, but once it's charged, it is now available. That power in that battery is available to go back into the grid. And guess what? You get paid for it. The utility pays you so much a kilowatt hour for what you sell. Now, this does not talk about setting prices for the ability to sell back into the grid. But I would have to believe that it would have to be some parameter set, and that might be state-by-state state utility board. But if it's not, give the user the opportunity to say, okay, yeah, I want to sell power into the grid, but I will do it at $0.02 cents a kilowatt hour, $0.03 cents a kilowatt hour, and I'm only going to make the power available from 9 in the morning to 2 in the afternoon. I could see that happening. You know, and if they want to pay it, if you're a little more pricey than the average, but it gets to that need and they're willing to pay it, they pay you. The beautiful part is, however, you can recharge at night when nobody's using the grid hardly and it costs a dirt cheap. So basically, you pull from the grid when it's cheapest, you sell to the grid when it's most advantageous. That's where we're going with electric vehicles. And no, your internal combustion vehicle can't do that. But an EV can. And every EV built probably by in the next two years, regardless of manufacturer, will have that capability or will soon have that capability. The automakers said that ChargeCape will help decarbonize the grid and reduce its EV customers' personal carbon footprints by using electricity that comes from renewable energy sources such as wind or solar. So they're taking this to the next level. The platform will leverage automakers' telematics to provide managed charge scheduling through vehicle connectivity without requiring, without requiring Wi-Fi-enabled charging stations, therefore supporting EV drivers who don't use smart chargers at home, meaning you ain't going to get stuck having to spend $15,000 for a smart charger that you don't want to use and still get paid, by the way. The automakers did say, and this makes total sense, that they are open to participation from other automakers. I think this is a win-win for everybody. It's a win for the grid. It's a win for EV customers. It's a win for an electric consumer who now will not necessarily be looking at added charges, a higher rate because of a growing number of EVs coming online. If anything, if they get the formula right in some parts of the market, think about this electric rates might actually fall a little bit or at least the rate of increase would be mitigated somewhat because of the presence of all these available vehicle to grid devices that could bring power on demand back into the grid way cheaper than any hot standby generating facility for millions less dollars and everybody wins then so it's not an all one-way thing like gasoline engines they take if you own an EV with a decent-sized battery, you have the ability to get recharged but then turn around and provide that, um, that comfort or that buffer level back to the grid as needed on demand if you choose to opt in. And that's the beautiful part. It won't be mandatory. But my goodness, 
What a different way, what a nice way on top of the EV credits to also knock down the cost of buying an EV if it can make money for you. Just imagine if the thing was autonomous. That's a whole nother conversation. Both EV and autonomous, two different ways to make money when you're not using it. Because the average vehicle sits 95% of the time. We've come to the end of our program. Be sure to join me again right here next time. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Are you tired of juggling multiple apps and platforms for meetings, webinars, and staying connected? Look no further than AONMeetings.com, the all-in-one browser-based platform that does it all. With AON Meetings, you can effortlessly communicate with clients, host virtual meetings and webinars, and stay in touch with family and friends, all in one place and for one price. Here's the best part. You can enjoy a 30-day free trial. It's time to simplify your life and boost your productivity. AONMeetings.com, where innovation meets connection. Get started today and revolutionize the way you communicate. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.